0: This is the High Hopes Podcast.
1: High
0: hope. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Philadelphia Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94
2: WIP.
1: Yo, it is another edition of the High Hopes Podcast. We are actually recording in the middle of the evening show, Jack. You, you were able to, to slide out and slide into the studio. I me. Mean, I came in, tried to put Zoe to bed didn't work out great she was right. really mad so Emily's putting Zoe to bed as we speak or hopefully has gotten her to bed but we're here you know why Jack cause there's nothing else we'd rather do
0: yeah I mean listen the, the evening show is a show that I'm very passionate about I love the evening show but I gotta do what I gotta do <laughs> and uh, listen Julio Giglio understands Julio's a baseball he's guy he's a fan of the High host yeah we, he was just a co-host when you got yes. your face mauled by a dog that was that was sent by Tilly another Phillies well, podcast yes
1: right yeah <laughs> We're we're looking into it. Yeah, Stolna, right?
0: Stolna sent that dog.
1: John. Yeah, I thought we were friends. Yeah,
0: it's truly unbelievable. No, John Stolna is <laughs> one of the great people out there.
1: What do you think of my face? Looks better, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, but, it's healing pretty well. Yeah, it's
0: uh, it was looking a little puffed up today. My
1: but. my my wife told me that I was a good healer, and I was like, "How do you know I'm a good healer?" And she's like, "Well, I've been with you for like 11 years and known you for like almost 20. I know you're a good healer." And I was like, "Uh uh-uh, uh, it's not true." I guess I'm a pretty good healer, so... Well,
0: has she seen you been mauled by a dog before? No, this is definitely the most
1: healing I've ever had to
0: do. Do you yeah. have a routine of getting mauled by dogs? <laughs> no. That we I'm, don't know about? I'm
1: hoping to not but make so we've it We've We've
0: never lied to the IHOPE listeners. No. We don't want to start now. No. You do not have a problem getting attacked by dogs.
1: It's not my plan. Okay. I'm, I'm, I I didn't enjoy it. Okay. So
0: let's let's <laughs> say a, no. That's a weird thing to be told. Like, you're a quick healer. Okay, how that's do you know That's I life? said.
1: That's why I thought it was weird. Anyway... Is it weird? It's weird. It's is it weird. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Well done. All right, yeah. let's talk a little Phillies. Um, good series against the Cardinals. We said the take, Phillies
0: cannot sweep a team. They don't do it <laughs> unless it's the
1: Rockies or the first week of the season. It's not happening. But we went into this series saying, "Hey, take two or three. We'd love a sweep." But they took two or three, and again for the second time in a row, we'd gotten so used to them losing the first game of a series and then coming back to win the next two. They've inverted that they're winning the series quickly and then losing the last one. at least they didn't get well,
0: at least they're winning the first game of series now. yes that's what I'm saying that's a big, a least big they didn't moment get boat
1: raced in the game today either like the 9-1 to loss to Milwaukee but um, general impressions from the series and then we'll dive into to a little more micro
0: I mean we gotta start with Bryce right Bryce I mean my that, man is scorching he's back I mean, this is exactly. I mean, I He's guess. batting 252 all of a sudden. All the old 220 people. Uh oh. James, he raises average 20 points in three days. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it was was like, he 8 for
1: 12 in the series? He raises average eight eight 20,
0: 20 points in three days. Now, a lot of that obviously helps because he walks all the time. So sure. it's easy for his batting average to go up and down. Correct. And whatever. At least
1: this early in the season.
0: Correct. Correct. Because so, he walks. Up. Like, it'd be harder for Segura to raise his batting average Absolutely, 20 points. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> um, but, uh, I he was mean. He's going to tear to do that. Yes. But, Bryce, I mean. What he's doing now is that he he is getting that foot down early and he is staying closed longer. And what I want, this is what I've been waiting to see from Bryce for, it feels like two weeks now. Yep. Like, like go the opposite way because opposite that's way, baby. that's when that's when you know he's getting locked in and he was just like, like the fact that he just went 97 opposite way and it was like easy it was it was just impressive from Bryce uh, and, and this this is when you know the guy's getting locked in I mean going the opposite way keeping that front shoulder closed everything is working timing wise and listen the the rest of the offense has just been kind of you know eh. You know, I mean, like they were scorching. McCut-
1: McCutchen's McCutchen's been been great, really but
0: good. like, but on the on the road trip, the rest of the offense was good. Mm-hmm. On the homestand, it was Bryce doing a lot of the Bryce heavy lifting. Bryce
1: really carried the team in this homestand. Obviously, Cesar had the big hit uh, with the Homer in Game One, but otherwise, it's it it was really the Bryce show. what he had four RBI yesterday, yeah. Um... I think the opposite field thing is really the, the the biggest predictor. Like, if you want to know what Bryce Harper looks like when he's locked in, when he's when he's starting to be locked in, yeah, it's what we saw in this series. Well, I mean, it's the, I mean that the opposite field homer and and the the opposite field, he's just taking the ball where it wants to go instead of trying to to force instead of trying to press. It looks like it's just easy
0: for him yeah and I think the one today that he hit off the wall on left field that was Which like I thought was gone I was like oh it's gone but like that's what we're, that's, that's what we're talking about absolutely. when Bryce is absolutely locked in and I was thinking this today when I was you know I was down at the ballpark today and eating a little Shake Shack I, I, yeah I had tried Shake Shack a little objective frets and let me just say
1: you loved you did the little objective Fritz thing tweet now from the uh, press box being like I'm in the press box but I'm not really in the press box.
0: I just hope both teams play hard. That's all. I was, <laughs> I was not rooting for either team. I tell you what, man. Like I I just I never feel more out alpha than when I go to
1: <laughs>
0: when, I, when it's I go. Something to, for
1: you to say. I mean, you're, as you say, alphas are good at alpha. I know? know,
0: but I can't. I cannot do it. I can't do it. because like, like I don't want these guys thinking I'm a jabroni. Like, I, I kind of stay in the back and try not to say anything.
1: You gotta go it, with me. I don't care at all. Yeah. You know me.
0: I I'll walk into any room and just be like, What up? I can't do it man I can't like Johnny Almaraz is speaking and like I know you're
1: shrinking in the corner you should yeah. ask the question you didn't ask a question well I you.
0: know none of these beat writers have been watching George Kirby tape like no I of course not and I, I, like, but if I asked about George Kirby he would be sh- he, he can't even answer my questions anyway because they're too in depth um, <laughs> um,
1: the, the the underlying point you know more about George Kirby than the Philly scouting director
0: <laughs> I, was, I was amazing. honestly debating asking him like are you guys scared of George Kirby because he sounds Sounds like a, a '70s middle reliever <laughs> <laughs> that pitched for 15 seasons. Uh, so, um, but but when I was down there today. Like I was thinking, I feel like Bryce is such a a prideful player, mm-hmm. and I could just kind of tell, just watching him that. The strikeouts were eating him up a little bit. Like Bryce Harper is the we talk the face of baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, since he's been sixteen, he's been ultra famous. Yep, he is one of the fi-
1: microscope on him. All that when stuff. He's,
0: he's the five five most talented players in baseball. Mm-hmm. And when the one of the five most talented players in baseball is striking out at a historic pace, when a new contract in a new city, when he was the biggest, when he's the highest paid player in baseball. Like I just think his pride was kind of like. Like I'm better than this. Totally. And I just I just feel like we're going to get this like new level of Bryce Harper being like, yo, I'm still Bryce Harper, okay? Like I'm still Bryce Harper. And I think that's what we're starting to see.
1: And that well that's what we were talking about. I'm waiting for and expecting, to be frank, cuz again, like we've we've said many times, I didn't Expect Bryce Harvard to all of a sudden suck at the age of twenty six, entering his physical prime. That just wasn't something that was really on the table for me. Like injuries, sure, whatever else, sure. Like him, all of a sudden just not being good wasn't something that I, I even gave a one percent chance of happening. Um, I, yeah, man, I'm I'm with you, and I think that the pride thing makes a lot of sense. I think like we've talked about just the the human emotion of it, the idea that that you have all this going on in your life and all this expectation and all this pressure and you're the guy for the first time in your career like you're the face of your team You're like he was always the face of baseball but we talked about it Tom when he was in Washington it it wasn't his team it was Max Scherzer's teams. it was those other guys teams here it's his team and and his energy is infectious we've seen it all season long when he's actually raking and man I mean if we had anyone here who hustles around the bases like Bryce Harper in a while I mean
0: well other
1: than Chase. I know. I'm yeah. saying, you know Let's Chase, relax. We feel like we have to take Chase out of all these. Let's decisions. relax. But We're like, talking about you know,
0: the right, goat right there. But
1: that, but that's what I'm saying. It's like that type of feel. Like he's not Chase. But like I, I, find a time Bryce Harper hasn't hustled. Find a time Bryce Harper hasn't given max effort. in Offensively or defensively.
0: Well, here's the thing. Is is the fact that it's your superstar doing that. Like Bryce Harper is your superstar. The it's guy, a tone setting type the of guy. Thing. Listen. Here's, this is why. This, two, two things. I love when you do the. Listen. L- listen. Yeah. Listen. I want to make sure people are actually uh,
1: listening. I, I think they
0: are. Well, they're driving around the car. They're kind of tuning us out, and then they'll oh. be like, "Listen, they lock in." They have
1: their headphones in, and they are locked in. <laughs> and they're just like, "This is a waste of my time." I was already listening.
0: Uh, well, I think we just wasted thirty more seconds, than we had to. Um, <laughs> <It's> your fault, <laughs> McCutcheon. Not call it out. Like McCutcheon, McCutcheon. A couple weeks ago, when he was the first one out there, that guy's an MVP. That guy's one of the most respected players in baseball. The fact that he's one of the first guys out, uh, getting his work in, making sure he's locked in. There's no excuse for anyone else not to be. Bryce Harper's Getting paid three hundred thirty million dollars, like, and he is he is taking a hustle double to get in the second base there, um, and because Dexter Fowler is, is not getting the ball quick enough, like if he if he's doing that, what's your excuse not to absolutely. do that? So it's a it's a, 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 a the locker room this year feels like a locker room that's holding each other accountable, whereas last year I didn't feel that way.
1: No, absolutely. I mean it fe- it feels a, like a complete one eighty. It feels like a different locker room. I mean we didn't see. Any of the excitement, any of the camaraderie, you know, we've talked about the handshakes and all that, and I I know that some people think that's, like, silly or whatever, but It's not. It's not. It's part of being on a team. It it, it stuff matters. Camaraderie matters. Fighting for your brothers matters.
0: And the wave. And what? Yeah, wow. And the wave. And the wave. wave. look. I love uh, the wave. No, you don't. No, I love it. Really? The wave.
1: Oh the wave I was like Wait, No 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 not the Oh yeah the wave's great yeah, I'm the, not a Fortnite guy but it's fun Yeah the
0: like wave you the said, second it's base It's better
1: than that thing the Mets did last year where it looked like they were you know Having a little fun with themselves.
0: Yeah? Well, is that shake why th- weight.
1: It looked like they were using a shake weight. Nice. I'm
0: okay. Well, this team, like last year, it was basically Hoskins on an island by himself yes. trying to lead. Like a guy in his second year trying to I lead. Know. Like, I know.
1: The only one who would talk to the media after games. He's got like Pat Neshek undercutting him right and left.
0: Right. Yes. It's funny. So in this team you have... You got you know,
1: guys. You yeah. got McCutcheon. You got Harper. I mean, Arietta is...
0: Arietta, but less, you
1: know. more palatable in that role hey man, with the other
0: guys Listen, there. I will take Arietta talking to the media if he wins a game.
1: Totally. <laughs> Give me eight innings again. I'm, we're fine. We're when, good, brother.
0: When he wins and he talks to the media, I love Arietta. When, <laughs> <I know. laughs> when they lose and Arietta loses, I hate when he talks well, to the media. Well, it feels
1: like when he talks to the media it ends up submarining him. He seems to pitch poorly after doing it. So yeah, maybe, maybe listen, it's a sign, Jake. Don't do it.
0: The baseball gods know, man.
1: Baseball gods know. All right. Uh, let's go through the the pitching performances in this series, obviously, I mean... Back? Let's talk about it, uh. because I, I know there was a real... It felt like there was a divided opinion on it. I, personally, I know that after that first inning, which I'm sure... Uh, here, hold on. Let me be Jack for a second. The weather, he warmed up before. It was too amped up. Any others you can throw in there? No, the...
0: Dogs are barking. Dog, yes. Um,
1: Back in a major league stadium. That's yeah, jarring. He's been
0: he's been driving sixty miles a day to and fro from Philly to yeah, Lehigh yeah. Valley. Yeah. That's a toll. Did I mention it was raining? You did mention it was raining. <laughs> what I think what I think you were underselling too much is that he got dry humped. You you, you can't just warm up.
1: That was my point. I think that's a big deal. Actually, the
0: the biggest deal. It
1: is a big deal, right? Yeah. For pitchers, it is a big deal. Dude, Ultimately, you're... I think I was really impressed with the way Pavetta settled
0: in. Gritty. Was it a gritty Pavetta performance?
1: Mental fortitude. How about a little mental fortitude? Mental fortitude? Yeah,
0: listen, never a doubt. He's 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 a a
1: mental giant. That's what he always said. I mean, that was never the issue.
0: No, for sure. Um, Listen, Mm. I would love to be more excited about the Pavetta start, but like, it was. I when he the way when he nibbles and does all that stuff it's like come on man and still the fastball location it's like how are you a big leaguer and I can spot my fastball better than you I'm not even lying to you I can spot my fastball better than him and it drives me crazy (laughs) it drives me crazy and here's the thing that drove me the most crazy is that you're 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 gripping the splitter right we all see the grip splitter we all want to see what the splitter looks like out of your hand we think you could some would say that you could be Kurt Schilling <laughs> if you if you developed a splitter and it was nasty. People
1: saying that are starting to dwindle. Jack. Some
0: some would say that. Um, but yeah, I mean, for for how he bounced back after the first inning, it was good. Just like, I don't know if that's gonna, I don't know if that kind of pitching is gonna last. Like, dude, it, what the Dodgers are gonna. Well, split. that's what I was yeah, about to say, facing the Dodgers, I right. mean,
1: especially for a guy who already struggles with left handed hitters, I, I mean. Bellinger, Peterson, Seeger, friggin', I mean, all these guys. They, he's they, got, gonna, he's, they got Muncy. They just got a bunch of left-handed monsters they're gonna throw at him or just gonna eat him alive. He's going to
0: throw 40 pitches in two innings. They're gonna eat him alive. Yeah. But like, it was 40 pitches in two innings, 40 pitches in one inning. 50 pitches in two innings. Okay. He, it was good. It was fine. We saw. We saw why. It's, like it's there's a very a, measured take from you. There's reality. a reason why we all keeping well, it real here. Well, there's a real because well, like I can't lie to <laughs> huh? off of what I saw. Not but, to the IOPS list. No, please. I can't. I can't. I could can never do that. But um, like it was good. It was a good. It was fine. And there's there's so, there's stuff to believe in. I like guess curveball. I thought he had the best control he'd had on the I season. I thought his curveball looked really it good. It was it was pretty nasty there. He did retire. Like that's what's so frustrating about him. It's like he'll give up the home runs and then retire like 10 in a ten straight or whatever, and then he'll go back and he'll all of a sudden lose the strike zone and then exhale his way out of an inning. Yeah. And look, um, five
1: innings isn't good enough. Just on a, a basic level, however he settled in or whatever, you need more from that guy. You need more from this rotation in terms of innings. Especially right now, with a literal Matt, they might call Jack Fritz up to be in the bullpen. I mean, that's where we're at.
0: They just called up Cole call Irvin. What's we, the difference? We
1: forgot about Yaxel Rios. <laughs> I forgot he existed again. I, he's got stuff, Yaxel. No, I
0: don't. I, he's he's bad. Between the uh, the ears <laughs> issues. <laughs> he's, there. Ba- they, he's, bad. <laughs> he's he's just bad. He's just bad. He's not it.
1: Um, all right, so a less effusive than expected response on Pavetta.
0: It was fine. Okay. But it was fine. It was still a hundred pitches in five innings and it was still frustration and Yeah. Okay. And nibbling. <laughs> but and like here's the thing. If you're gonna flash a splitter, throw it. Yeah. You didn't even throw it. Yeah, that's weird. We couldn't even get tantalized by it. I love that you're like Eyeing in on the, the the hand grips and being like, what are, oh. you, "Are you gonna throw that splitter, man? Come on!" I man. I was locked in. That's all. Uh-huh. That's all I wanted to see. He could allow. He could allow ten runs. If he threw one nasty splitter, I would be more in today. All
1: right, Aaron Nola. I uh, personally, I I thought. Look, he looked really good. I we've talked about this a lot. Just off the top, the concept of when you're up seven one, then eleven one, whatever it is. Sometimes you're not going to get the most competitive at bats from opponents who might not necessarily be. All invested, but what did you think and what did you see from Nola?
0: Personally, I think that was the that was the best Nola's thrown this season, and that's been the most impressed I've been by Nola this season. Um, and because w- w- what was frustrating with Nola so far this year has been that he would get to the sixth or to the seventh. Yeah, he Got through seven, which but, was nice, and it was like a. It was like he started grooving it through the 7th. He started, he started to get into a nice little rhythm there. I have not seen that kind of rhythm in the 4th through seven innings since last year, since 2018. So, uh, that was really, really good. Fastball command wasn't perfect, but I do think like the umpire was some egregious. Like
1: uh, The whole series, I mean, the umpire today with What yeah. was unbelievably horrendous. Yeah. One egregious. of the worst in a while. I mean, it, it, I, we say it a lot. I... I I genuinely feel like across baseball, this is the worst humping I've seen in a long time. Home plate dumping, at least.
0: I thought it was a pretty brutal series, all yeah. just, uh, just from a balls and strikes standpoint. Um, but I thought Noah's fastball got a little better at the game. The... The curveball has been good for the last couple of starts. Curveball has been good,
1: especially you know certain times. It, it it's the curveball we've seen. the The big thing was the
0: changeup. I mean, his changeup was disgusting, like absolutely disgusting. It was dancing all over the place. He would throw one that would move like a two seamer, but at eighty six miles an hour, he'd throw one that just drop off the table, um, right under righty's bats. Like that was disgusting. So if he, if he goes the the that pitch being back to where it was. The, getting through the seventh getting into a rhythm in the four through seven as the game went on getting stronger as the game went on I think that's a huge positive for him it was nola weather this year. I mean it was it, it was, was impressive. humid man it was, yeah. it was it was very humid. hot it was hot <laughs> did not. that's what he does he just needs humidity it's it's but he didn't need that last year that's the weird part No.
1: yeah and look he did have a very good May I think like a two seven three ERA or something like that in the month yeah of but May. The,
0: I, I know I know the numbers overall but it still wasn't nola. I
1: agree with you I agree with you look he's he's got a 4.1 ADR in the season which you would actually think it feels like it should be slightly higher than that um 6 and 0 which is
0: all that matters.
1: Do you want to talk about why wins are... So he's actually better than last great stat. year. great <laughs> That's why he's better than last Six year. 6-0. Oh. Well, it is nice to think that if he can rail off, rail off like a 10-start just dominant stretch that he could be in the Cy Young competition because he didn't miss out on all those wins before. And you know how much I love wins, Jack? So, do you know... Other than last year when they gave it to DeGrom with like eight.
0: Do you uh, Speaking of DeGrom, do you know that if he got four runs a game, he would have been 30-0?
1: Yeah, I saw that stat. It's unbelievable. <laughs>
0: Uh, last season,
1: obviously. last yeah. season,
0: he would have been thirty and thirty and oh. Uh, 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 sp- if we're talking about pitcher wins, which is the only way you should ever evaluate a pitcher <laughs> ever, uh, Nick Pavetta three and one in the season. Yeah. So, um, so I was so fun pa- My favorite part of that night was 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 Pavetta's pitching right, and of course, everyone like the first two innings, it was just freaking right at you. Oh my god. Oh, uh, it was brutal. But I go home, of course, have some beers. And I start tweeting at every single one of them. <laughs> and I'm like, three in one. You're like, three screw one. it.
1: Three in one. one. <laughs> three in one. That's awesome. Yeah, did it's you just like, copy and paste it, or did you actually go to the effort of typing?
0: No, it? I, I did the effort. Oh, wow. Yeah, I replied back. That's to aggressive, me. man. Yeah, I was upset and like and that. and john johnson who is now banned from this podcast and never allowed to even talk about high hopes okay i he, like that i he, didn't
1: I, I i had nothing to do with this but i co-sign it if jack needs to ban someone yeah, i support it well
0: john johnson team
1: when this comes to this, comes to this thing john johnson dog that attacked me banned from this podcast
0: john stolness who sent that dog after you <laughs> banned from this podcast <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, um, just kidding. We he he allegedly st- <laughs> allegedly sent a dog after you.
1: Uh, Can you imagine if someone sent a dog after me over a, like a podcast. That would be listen, some
0: dark. I wouldn't dark doubt. Stuff. I wouldn't doubt. Stolen us. No Oh
1: man, it's like the last person on the planet I know. who would do that.
0: I know. um But John Johnson tweeted me like, "You really want to die on this hill?" And I I responded back at. One thirty in the morning. I said 3-1 on the season. I don't know what you're watching. Guy just wins. <laughs> <laughs> so, if so, fact to for the podcast, John Johnson. Done. See you, John. <laughs> Hate to see it. Sorry,
1: buddy. I mean, I, I like you, but yeah. <laughs> Got it. Got us where my goes here. All right, we'll get to the pen. By yeah. the way,
0: hold on. Speaking of the Cardinals series, I did produce two randolays. Oh, dude, tell me about it. No, no, <laughs> I,
1: I had I had to, I, I was up to like one in the morning. The other like, two nights, yeah. I was like, dude, right?
0: This is awesome. Everyone's like, oh, Randall is fun. And then me
1: Zoe and James are like three, no. and I was like, it was just I was screwed. I had no sleep that night. Yeah. So anyway, fun stuff. Um All right, before we get to the pen, how much longer? Can Jared Ickoff keep giving up home runs before mm. he's not going to be a part of this rotation anymore? It wasn't it? an awful start today. I mean, six and a third, four earned, but like the home runs, man. Marcelo Zuna, that one was your fault. Both of them, yeah, both
0: in the series, dude. That guy, that, that guy would win the MVP if he played <laughs> in the stadium. All right, he's <laughs> unbelievable here. He's unbelievable. <laughs> it here. It's crazy. The guys are ridiculous. Um, so Ickoff. Listen, I I thought he settled into a nice little groove today. Uh, obviously, the two home runs or whatever happened made it for a four run game or four two game. Um, but they just don't have anyone else. I mean, I know you have no one else you can put in there until they make a trade. And supposedly, supposedly they're gonna make they're gonna be aggressive right after the draft. That's so, what we're hearing. So watch yes. out.
1: Bumgartner is on the table. All that stuff.
0: Which is. Cool.
1: Get him now. What? What? Are, I mean, if you're going to get him at the deadline, like, why? First of all, why allow there to be a, a bunch more
0: teams involved? But why are the Giants do Is my main thought.
1: Exactly. That's I wouldn't do it if I was the Giants. I agree with you, but at the same time, like, I don't know. Like, give them a strong offer and say, let's just do this.
0: You know. Yeah. Faron's too smart to Faron's really smart. screw this up. But. but uh, yeah. No, and they don't, they don't have another option and. Where I'm at with Iakov, pretty much outside of Nolan, mostly Arrieta is like we have a bunch of four and five guys.
1: Yeah, and like,
0: Eflin, you're an Eflin guy. I am. I'm an Eflin guy, and hopefully but he is like a four. He's in a de facto reality. three because yes, of this but he's rotation. he's a four, but he's probably a four on a good rotation. Absolutely. So, and listen, this, five, four runs in five innings is going to happen if, if Jared Iakov's your five starter. It just yes, is. Like he I doesn't agree. throw, he doesn't throw hard enough, and he has to be perfect. We talked about it. Uh, I'm not ready to run Jared Iakov out the building. It's just that. They don't have another option until they make a trade, which I, they need to. Like they need a starter. Yeah, there's well, no, I there's no need, doubt about it. They need
1: both. I mean, especially with the way the injury bug has hit this pen. I mean, you need another arm. I mean, you need obviously. Look, Robertson looks like Tommy Hunter might pitch this season. Yeah, I was surprised by I that. No, it seems like potentially there.
0: He's pick I mean, Victor Arano is going under I mean, elbow Arano surgery. Arano is
1: yeah, arthroscopic, but still, I think not expecting Arano no. back. But you know who knows Adam Morgan? You hope that's just kind of a maintenance thing. Well, uh, four arm strains are scary. Well,
0: let me just say it was it was definitely precautionary. Okay. Like Gabe was Gabe was talking about how he wanted to bring him in the game, and 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 Morgan's like eh, I'm not sure. He could have brought him in if he needed to bring him in. Okay. But Morgan's like eh, let's just not. They want to get checked out, and it's strictly precautionary. Okay. So he will and be then, he will be back.
1: Okay. Thank God, because we need him. Uh, desperately. yeah. We need and him. And then Nishak, you know, it, who knows with Nishak in the arm? Like, we'll see. You you figure this injury itself is not that serious, but he is an old guy who's creaky and you can't count on him. I can't believe he's either. 38. Yeah, he's 38, man. He's my age. I know. You don't see many baseball players my age. Yeah. Jack. You
0: just got bit by a dog. I know. But you did this next podcast. You didn't go in the IL. Well, you only missed one. You would have been out for freaking the rest of the year. Yeah, the Bruce ego.
1: Yes. So I think they do need, I agree with you. I think ultimately, I think that. It's more important that they get a a high level starter or someone they can slot into that two three type of role than it is to add an arm in the pen. But I really think they need both.
0: I they the perfect trade is a Will Smith Will and Smith Madison Bumgarner. Ba- it's, it's
1: it's it's on a platter. It's so per. Just go get those guys.
0: Now the thing is, obviously, that it's. A one-year deal. Yes. are you gonna they're go? Both free agents at the end of the year. That, are you gonna, gonna? Both is, are. Is it the right time to go in? And that's the question. I know. But do I really he, want to give up one of these guys in the minor leagues or two of these guys for a rental on this team?
1: It's a great question. It's cause the it's, ultimate question. Well, because because would, would you say like it does Madison Baumgartner and Will Smith and then a bench bat or whatever else they do or a center fielder who's a defensive guy who cut whatever. Does that make you better than the Dodgers? That's why you have to look at it. Because I think you get to the World Series and you can take a shot. You could beat the Astros in a seven-game series. You never know. I think if you say, all right, this makes us the best team in the National League, I can understand going for it. I mean, you've got talent. You've got—look, I look, I know you're a window guy, but like window has to start at some point. Like, Why not start now? You're the best team in the National League East. A division that you thought was going to be four teams deep looks like it's just going to be two teams deep. And you're the second best record in the National League. Like, why wouldn't you? I get it. Like, you don't want to give up the farm for it. But at the same time, I mean, like, we don't know if Adonis Medina is going to be a star. We don't know if Spencer. I mean, I really like Spencer Howard. He's hurt right now, but I really like Spencer Howard.
0: I'm cool. I'm. Let me just say this. I I thought about this the last couple days of guys who I don't want to touch, or I don't want to touch. Guys who I'm cool. I, I. I don't want to give away Bome in, in any deal.
1: See, I feel like Luis Garcia and Spencer Howard are really the only two people I wouldn't.
0: Give Dude, away. you're not giving away Bone, man.
1: I don't think I would look I wouldn't want to, but if you tell me Bome plus mediocre stuff will get me those guys, I would it would be something I'd have to think about. For a
0: half season of Madison Baumgarner? No, you could resign hey, those will guys. Smith? You could resign Madison Bumgarner? No. I mean, you could, but...
1: Look, I mean, the, the Giants are probably getting more than that. Boehm is not... Boehm's what? Like a top 60 prospect only because he league? Only
0: because he had a bad last season.
1: Okay, so what do you think his, his ceiling is? Top 30 prospect Well, who cares about
0: prospect rankings? I mean, Hoskins was a top 60 prospect.
1: Fair. I'm just talking generality in terms of the type of player that will headline a package from Madison Baumgartner is going to be a top 30 or top 40 prospect in baseball. We know the way these things work. Machado got that last year.
0: Oh, Machado... Shadow is better.
1: Would, uh, sure, but Baumgartner is the only starting pitcher on the market who is hot, super high end, and has shown that he can be a playoff superstar. I think I mean, the, he's the only guy on the market.
0: I think the only guy I'm putting Boom in a deal for is Felipe Vasquez.
1: See, I would, I, I get that because of, you know you've got him for a while and he's such a dominant arm at the end of your pen. But man, I I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't give up Boehm for for Va-
0: Vasquez. I don't want to put Boom any in any deal. I, right? I would put. Hazley's getting close, probably not though. Like I, would, if I Haisley think he might be a center fielder by the end of the season, we'll we'll get to that. But yeah. if, if you're telling me Hazley and Medina and something else for Baumgartner and Will Smith, I would do that. Okay,
1: all right. So we've set the line where we're at. I think it's going to be really interesting to see how Moniak.
0: I would prefer to give up Moniak, but well,
1: obviously, and here's the thing. Again, Farhan Zaidi is really smart, yeah. and I think the Giants are not going to get played in this situation and. I think there's going to be a lot of teams interested. I think there's going to be a lot of teams that want Madison Bumgarner's services because, again, he is no doubt. Unless there's a surprise pitcher on the market, like some team with a a controllable starter wants to restock their prospects or whatever like, that we're not seeing coming, like like what the Chris Archer idea of the Chris Archer trade was before Chris Archer turned out.
0: Well, there's no to one like be as good. There's but, no one like Archer, but like Boyd, Minor, Stroman,
1: those types of guys. Sure,
0: I um, would give up. I, I tell you what, man. I may rather have Miner than, than Bumgarner. Wow. Dude, Miner's so Minor's great, good. But,
1: uh, dude, I, I, look, I do want to take a shot you, on And me. if you're making this trade, you're making it because, as we discussed, you're saying, all right, I have a chance to win the World Series this year. And if you ask me, who do I want pitching game two of the World Series, Mike Miner or Madison Bumgarner, I'm going to say Madison Bumgarner.
0: I I understand. No,
1: probably yes,
0: absolutely. I, I understand.
1: The guy's a World Series hero. I mean, I, what what are we talking about? And it's still good. Like it's not like he's falling off a cliff. The, uh
0: he, he he did not pitch well against the Marlins the right, He ago. had a
1: bad start against the Marlins. He he's had good starts too. He looked great against the Dodgers last time he faced them. I'll take a guy who can pitch well against the Dodgers.
0: He hasn't walked Tim Tebow. Nick Nick <laughs> Pavetta did that. <laughs> That's true. So we'll we'll, we'll did, did, did he pass the Tebow test? He <laughs> no, sure did. Oh, man. But let me I, let I agree with you on Bumgarner, just because I want to take a shot on what playoff Bumgarner would look like. But, 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 Mike Miner this year nine point two strikeouts per nine, two point eight walks per nine. That's good. He's a two five five ERA. He is. He's only allowed fifty eight hits and seventy two innings. Like
1: I like Mike Miner. I'm not. I'm not crapping all over the idea of trading for Mike Miner. If they trade for Mike Miner, I will. Laud it. ERA I, plus sure. is
0: one ninety three. He's,
1: he's a really good pitcher. I'm, I'm. I would be fine with Mike Miner. I'm just saying, if I have to choose between the two for a guy who's going to help me win World Series, I'm going to take Miner. Plus,
0: buffering. you have him for this year and next year.
1: We should put up a poll. We'll put up a poll on the house. But I guess I the actually, context is important.
0: I actually do think. I think Baumgartner. I think Miner would m- probably cost you more in a, trail, in a trade.
1: I don't know if he would. Mm. I know what you're saying, just because he has next year control, but I. don't know if he would. I don't know if he would.
0: Mm, he's cheaper. Well, let's you went to I resign I, him. I would. I and.
1: I, I feel incredibly confident both Mike Miner and Madison Baumgartner will get traded before yes. the deadline so we'll see which package is bigger.
0: <laughs> nice. Hey-o. Uh I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think of extra pieces in a in a possible Miner deal cuz I don't want to do just Mike Miner like I want to get something else. That's the problem. The Rangers don't have a
1: ton of exciting stuff, not a lot of ton of bullpen arms. Well, Hunter Pence? Uh, uh, dude, Hunter Pence has been great. <laughs> I don't know what happened but Hunter Benz has been a stud. He went down to Germany.
0: <laughs> he went yeah, to Germany and that, figured that it sense. out. That makes uh, sense. One, one, one thing I would find interesting and I, I would definitely explore it just just cuz I want to see if he's actually bad. Jose Shields Jr. Jose Leclerc.
1: Yeah, look, he was their closer coming into the season and now he's
0: their opener. He's horrendous. Yeah,
1: he's not good. He's had a, a like ERA in the eighth range or whatever it's crazy
0: because jose leclerc was disgusting last he year he was awesome
1: they got uh who's the guy they got they got one reliever who i like a lot and i can't I'm, his name is escaping me right now but regardless I, I look i i either way i think we can agree the phillies are, need to go out and get a starting pitcher i think they know that i think they're at a point oh, where they yeah
0: can't. i mean w- right now you have nola started playoff series and then it's Arietta and then it's i guess it's Eflin, but then it's like you're in trouble. You need a game four starter. You have no, You don't have a game four starter. And you, you don't trust. And you don't trust any of
1: those guys in the playoffs here. Exactly. All uh, right.
0: So, oh, is, it, is it? Is it? Is it? Sean Kelly. You like?
1: No, former National. Yeah. No, it's a guy who I'd never heard of before this year, but who's been awesome for them. Uh, Chris, Chris Martin. Martin. Thank you. Yeah, I was just about to say Coldplay guy. Chris Martin. He's been awesome. And I've I've seen him pitch a couple of times on the back. It's like yeah. he's pretty nasty, Chris Martin. Like that dude's good, but I don't see any reason why they trade him. He's a young, controllable rece- reliever who they have for multiple years. I would assume. So yeah. All right. Um, that was fun. That was an unexpected little just trade banter talk.
0: Yeah. Well, Came because because this team, I mean, because they need to make trades, and we see we see. I think we see the potential of this team. I mean, this team right now. I think we trust the offense to to do. A good, enough to win a ball game to put you in a uh, position to win I mean even today they scored three runs but there were I mean he, Cesar the unlucky I mean he ripped that ball totally and like there was a potential for a lot more they
1: fought back today which was nice too they didn't just some of
0: these games like the Brewers game game three they just
1: uh, see what I did there game three uh, <laughs> you know they'll just f- lie down and, and be flat once they realize the other team really wants to win that game we didn't see that today which was nice
0: right and I there was a moment there where I was like I thought they were gonna do it I was like oh buddy I know
1: let's go Go rip John Gant apart. Let's go.
0: That guy, by the way, dude, if you, wanna,
1: you always hate on John Gant.
0: Well, he's gonna blow out his arm. He, he's, there's no chance he's, he's gonna be healthy. He just he, he cuts off all his momentum and like whiplashes. Your arm's gonna his arm's gonna fall apart. I'm just telling you. Like <laughs> okay. the, the Cardinals should get rid of Jack Jack,
1: as, Jack Fritz prediction.
0: It's gonna fall. I mean, I'll probably motion. It'll be like a Cy Young winner next year. But like, I he's gonna fall apart.
1: All right. So with the excitement about this team, in one second, let's get to the Dodgers series really quickly with the bullpen. Uh, more of the same, no doubt, Naris. We don't really need to get into that. Too easy. I, we don't, He's so easy, we don't have to talk about him. We don't have him. to talk about him. He is locked down. Uh, two guys I want your opinion on. You talked a little bit about Edgar Garcia last time, but um, yo, an inning in two-thirds the other night looked pretty good in that. Yeah. And then and then, the real person I want your opinion on, J.D. Hammer.
0: I need high leverage hammer. Hammer soon. time. Yeah, give me high leverage hammer. Uh, These look
1: great so far. What have you seen? Look, to my eye, he looks really good. I mean, the mid nineties slider looks really good.
0: The slider is better than I expected. Yeah, I didn't, I it's didn't a think, good slider. I didn't think it was this good of a slider. He just he looks like he looks like a, a guy. Yeah, he thing. looks like
1: a reliever guy.
0: Right. He looks like that's a reliever guy. And he's quirky and yes, very boring interview. And uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: he was pretty boring. He also sounds like he's 5
0: years old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I like that yeah. guy. Yeah.
1: Thing. But it was pretty funny because you threw Jim Jackson as your proxy did say that he should tell him that he should use Wild Thing as his song instead of <laughs> Hammer, uh, MC Hammer. Yeah, but, but then he came ridiculous.
0: out he came out first to like numb by Lincoln Park which is bad. That's and then in the travesty. second one was the second one was Everybody Dance Now.
1: It's a trap. What are they doing? No,
0: that was last night.
1: They even care?
0: I don't know. That's a fa- that's the fairest question you've ever answered. This they podcast. They got a guy
1: named JD Hammer with glasses. The freaking Wild Thing glasses, and you're not gonna go with either the Hammer or the glasses theme or the Wild Thing theme. Like, I've gotta rip you Phillies. Have Back you down. guys?
0: Have you in the midday show? Have you guys? started thinking about yes. beat the hammer oh, or we've, something we've, with the I've, hammer I've
1: thought about 8,000 different things between J.D. the hammer and Joe Decamera hammer Yes.
0: Yes, I can't wait for it. Um, Me too. But you no, know, I, I just think I think he's. I want to see what he looks like in a high leverage situation. He hasn't pitched in a big moment yet, but just from watching him, he looks like he's calm out there. He looks like he's totally composed. And that slider is better than I thought. It's a wipeout out slider when he gets on top of it and drives it down because it just it, it's it's nasty. I mean, it, when you're getting when you're getting pitching ninja gifts already. Yes, you know, three, it's a great
1: point actually. Three yeah, appearances
0: yeah. in that's a big moment for you. Um, and then you co- combine that with ninety five. It's he he's something. I I think he might save this bullpen. Like I think he's one of those guys. Wow, he
1: could is because he he's was, one of those guys who could come out of nowhere, like Sir Anthony last year. Like not to that level, but someone who you're not expecting to get anything from, and all of a sudden he's pitching you to a mid twos ERAs in big spots. I by
0: think. the way. Sir Anthony finding it a little he bit? He looked like he is, baby. Yeah, I think, I think we're about to see the real we Sir got a, We
1: got a second inning of Sir Anthony. It worked.
0: Miracle. <laughs> sure I was did. like,
1: what is happening? I was like, he, what, what world am I living in? He got
0: saved by a horrible home plate <laughs> yeah, umpire. he got
1: lucky. It worked out, though. No, I we'll, will take it. Um, all right, let's look ahead to the Dodgers, because I, I think, look, it's only June 1st, coming up here, May 31st today, that, um, you know, or May 31st tomorrow, May 30th today, uh, but coming up on June first, so it's still obviously very early in the season, but safe to say the biggest series of the season from a n- like national baseball standpoint for the Phillies, in the sense that it's the two best teams in the National League right now.
0: Biggest series since the 2012 Na- uh, Astro series. I
1: love that we. we I love they keep going back to the biggest series, like biggest series since 2011. We could do this all year. It's great.
0: Biggest series since the 2012 Astros series <laughs> in the, what was it, August of, of 2012?
1: Was that for draft picks or something? <laughs> no, that
0: was, no, 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 oh, no, no. That no, was no. before
1: they were out of it in 2012.
0: They were right in it, and were then they, they got swept by a hundred oh, lost yes! Astros I team. That. I remember that, I remember if that. They, if they like split, they're right in it. I remember that, yeah. I remember I was like my first week of college, and I was like, oh my God, this is depressing. Depressing. Yeah, and then I never went back to college. Um, <laughs> no, I'm Just kidding. Um... <laughs> Listen. All right, Dod- the Dodgers are really good.
1: We're missing Ryu, which is nice because he's one of the best pitchers in baseball right now. I think he's got like a one six five ERA. Um, and we are missing Walker Bueller, which I know you're sad you don't get to see him pitch. Yeah, but uh, we I think we get me my game one, Kershaw game two, Rich Hill game three. Here's the thing: you look at well,
0: those- it's still too be de- determined for the next two.
1: All right, what I saw was Maeda game one, Kershaw game two, Rich Hill game three.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, on the probables, it doesn't have anything yet. So, I'll go with what you said.
1: Well, well it's why is it the, What's I the point know. of this? I don't know. Uh, one thing I noticed in looking at the Dodgers, and we'll get to the offense in a second, but with those three guys and really the team in general, they don't walk anybody. Have you noticed this? I mean, I think everyone except Maeda of their starters has a walk rate in the 4% range. Ryu's only walking 1.7% of the batters he faces because that's, you know, disgusting. But they're all guys who are in the 25% K rate range and 4% walk range. It's a bad matchup for this Phillies team, a team that does like to go up and, you know, work some counts.
0: Yeah, and the lefties. I mean, they got cool. left.
1: Yeah, and they have lefties. And What's they have lefty it? bats to face our righties. It's a, it's a horrendous
0: <laughs> matchup. <laughs> we said this, we said this like, I don't know, maybe a month ago. It was like a, a Phillies Dodgers uh, NLCS is like. A disaster for it's, this it's team. It's the worst
1: nightmare. They, 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 It's a perfectly bad matchup for this Phillies team.
0: The Phillies are heading, let's just put this in perspective for one second. The Phillies are heading into Los Angeles, a, a lineup with Jock Peterson, Cody Bellinger, Max Muncie, all these lefties. Yes, Co- Corey, Corey Seager. Seager, yes. Their lefties out of the bullpen are going to be Jose, <laughs> Jose Alvarez and, nobody. and Cole Irvin.
1: Oh yeah, Cole Irvin, yeah.
0: yeah. 84 miles an hour, Cole Irvin. Oh God. Listen, I don't I, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. Just take one.
1: That's what I said. <laughs> I swear to God, someone uh uh Christina on Twitter, I don't remember uh the handle, but Christina on Twitter tweeted I was like not excited to face the Dodgers and she's like, oh like it'd be great if we take two or three. I, she's like, oh, like two of three would be okay. I'm like, two of three would be a miracle. I'm like, I'm hoping we don't get swept. That's my philosophy I mean, this. Don't get swept and I'll be happy. We're
0: going to the World Series if they're taking two of three from this team. It's, and it's the, on. This, we're we're going to be insufferable on Monday's
1: podcast if <laughs> they take two of three from the Dodgers.
0: The scariest part about this Dodgers team is that they, they're they now starting to develop that belief at home where like they're just not going to lose. Yep. like That game last night was crazy. I mean, Of course, who gets the winning hit? Cody Ballinger. Yeah, well, he's amazing.
1: He's amazing. bank 378. I know. And it's freaking June 1st.
0: Um, uh, With 20 and, homers. And side tangent for, yeah, one second. Uh, Noah Syndergaard Sinter- <laughs> is the biggest baby in professional sports you know he's like oh I think the I think the, the Dodgers knew what was coming I I loathe Noah Sendergaard yeah, he's, um,
1: he's definitely he, a weak sauce uh,
0: I just I can't stand he complains him a lot. I can't stand him
1: learn how to do a pickoff throw
0: I, I do I, I I will forever thank the Mets for trading Jared Klenick, Um who
1: unbelievable kids are say he's like a top 20 prospect in baseball
0: 19 years old has an OPS of <laughs> 955 in single A for, for 96 million dollars worth of Robinson Cano and Edwin Diaz, Eddie Diaz. who is I, I I can't believe he's this bad. No, but he's better than
1: this. This is, I, I'm not out on Edwin D. Neither really am I. Talented.
0: Neither am I. But this, te- they thought this team was going to compete for the division and trading for your best prospect and a prospect that you absolutely need for uh, a closer is <laughs> crazy. Well,
1: it, it could it could come back to be one of those trades if Kalenic becomes anything close to what he can be. It could be one of those trades where people look back and be like, wow, that is an all time bad. All
0: trade. of this just to block the Phillies from getting him. Awesome. Thank you. It's cool. Worked out. I'm yeah. happy. I wonder. Well, if you look back on it, it was probably gonna. Well, no, it's pro- It probably was not six though. It's probably Howard.
1: Well, it would have. It would. I. It, the point is, is it probably would have stopped them from doing the Romuto trade, and that's the yes. real. Which is like, thank God, I will take J.T. Romuto over Edwin Diaz and whatever else. Every day, yeah. all the time. Yes, yeah, so. just
0: from that, and just watching it again this weekend, the guy's just a quarterback.
1: Oh, he's so great. He just feels like a leader out there. He feels like he's got it. And uh and that's awesome. All right. Uh any other thoughts on the Dodgers other than the fact they're a bad matchup and we hope we can win a game.
0: Uh I actually I like the way they match up the first two games. I mean Arietta and Eflin, I feel good about those guys. I
1: like that is the first one out there. It is a tough spot. The getaway day into the West Coast game the next day it's a it's tough. Like it's not
0: easy. But it is it's a night game at Dodger Stadium. Sure. Ball not traveled. Um Arietta, you know, I mean, he threw no hitter in that stadium once. So oh, is
1: that where he threw his hitter?
0: He threw one of them there. One of his two, I mean, yeah. Yeah, the one was in Pittsburgh. Or the one was in Cincinnati and the other one was in, in uh, Los Angeles. Good knowledge out of you. Yeah. I think Utley was the last guy he got out. Look I'm pretty at sure. Pull
1: the sure. nuggets out. Hmm.
0: What I do, yeah, uh, it's good work. Um, but it's a, it's it's a pitcher's park, especially a night. Ball doesn't travel. Uh, I feel I feel good about a, a ground ball, Jake, um, in that scenario. Eflin again, I, I, the the three and two thirds, I think was a bit misleading against the Brewers. Uh, I think felt like
1: he, they were just like, all right, we're, we don't need to keep Eflin out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll
0: again. just we'll let that. Uh, the the problem is, is that if listen, I don't know if you if many people in this podcast that listen to this podcast are able to do this, but if you could maybe take out a mortgage. On your house and put it on the Dodgers on Sunday. <laughs> I'm not even. Tr- I'm not even trying to reverse Jinx. Nick Pavetta is going to get absolutely destroyed on Rich Sunday. Rich Hill's
1: the kind of pitcher will throw seven perfect innings against the Phillies. Too. Yeah. <laughs>
0: We'll <laughs> they will start. breaking and balling yep, him to death. Yep. And 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 Pavetta, I, if he makes it to the third, it's an upset. Oh, I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even, like, I, I'm not even trying to reverse jinx. I can
1: tell. You look very serious right now. This is not a joke.
0: Take out a small mortgage or a <laughs> loan or your kid's college tuition okay. someone, and put them on the Dodgers. As someone
1: who has a mortgage, as someone who has a kid, I have neither. Don't listen to Jack. Don't do that. But I'm with him. That but, if you want to, if you want to place hefty sum on the Dodgers, I think.
0: The point is think about it. Think about it.
1: <laughs> All right. You got anything in the uh, the, the Fritz bag you want to unload before we get to final thoughts?
0: Um yeah, let's talk about Hazley. Um yes. I think there's a I'll say this, I think there's a realistic chance he's gonna be up here quicker than people think.
1: Sure, and I think the O'Double situation might even accelerate it.
0: I think so too, and I don't think that was I don't think that was a coincidence as to why he got brought up I so agree quickly. with you. The fact that he went right to AAA there, I think that was not a coincidence at all. Because I don't think they want to do the Kingery thing in center field. Right. Um. I think they feel comfortable with catching it. They want to do it. I don't think. I mean, I don't want to do it. But listen, I think Scott Kingery might be your everyday third baseman by the end of that's yeah, the point. Is that they have to fix either center field or third base. Because Franco's not it. Um, (laughs) You think? And um, by the way, I I didn't see the the TV broadcast, like, missed the whole thing. Because were you watching the game last night? So yeah, the, like, I was watching it on TV. Right, so the Kingery home run happened, but they missed the Franco home run. Yeah, they missed it so Fra- quick. You,
1: well, you saw the end of it. You saw it like kind of like go into the stands.
0: Dude, he he took thirty seconds to get around the bases and like bat flipped. <laughs> oh my god! And it was like, what are you doing? I saw
1: the bat flip on the replay. They showed a replay with the
0: bat. He took was, like thirty like some like seconds. Eleven
1: one game or whatever. At that point, I guess like a seven to one game. It's like, what are you doing, buddy?
0: Absolutely crazy. Um, so they, they got to fix one of those positions. You. you you can't you can't fix all the holes in this team in one deadline. Like it not realistic. So um Haisley, first game went three for four. Um he went over in four A. In triple A. AAA. AAA, yes. Yeah, he went three for four in his first game, he went over four today. Uh, don't be surprised if he's up here sooner rather than later. Um question for you. Who Answer. uh uh between Andrew McCutcheon and Ronald Acuna Jr., who is a higher F WAR? I'm guessing because you're asking the question, it's Andrew McCutcheon. It's Andrew McCutcheon. <gasps> higher F four. How about that? Now, Acuna has a higher baseball reference. Yes, and Acuna but, is also 21 years old. Yeah. Yeah. The point is, <laughs> <laughs> is Ron Acuna stinks, and Andrew McCutcheon's back.
1: I have an Andrew McCutcheon thought coming up in the final thoughts. So, um,
0: Okay, I'll say my other thing for the final thought. Final thought. Now I do do it? Yeah. That's so, I what I said, unlo- so, so I have to your final thought. So I have to unload ahead. the mailbag and then do the final thought.
1: Yeah, that's what we do. Okay. That's what we do every time.
0: Okay. Um
1: Or you can add to the you can do multiple final thoughts. You this is all your thing. You have like complete control over this. The combination of emptying the Fritz bag and then the final thought is whatever you choose deem. But
0: really to be. there's no difference. Of
1: course not. But the final <laughs> thought holds some weight. It holds some power, so it's really like I personally would be a save the best for last guy. You know what I mean?
0: Okay. Okay. Well, how about this? I will do one more emptying of the mailbag. Good. And then I'll do my final thought. I like it. Does that sound good?
1: It sounds great. My final this thought. This is important, by the way. There's not semantics. This matters. Okay. Go ahead.
0: My final thought. Or my my your final mailbag. Final thought- th- Your
1: final final go. <laughs> yes, yeah.
0: is that is that there are there are whispers that Jackson Rutledge maybe. Maybe falling to the really? Phillies at fourteen is this possible? Oh, you might be talking to
1: Kylie McDaniel, but we'll see. Maybe not. <laughs> we'll see. Well, Potentially Kylie McDaniel and Jack Fritz at the end of this podcast. Who knows?
0: Who knows? Um, <laughs> well, that's that's one to determine by nine o'clock tonight. Um, but there there's whispers that Jackson Rutledge maybe. Falling and Which maybe would be a big deal. I've r- seen
1: him mocked to like eight, nine general range. Right, right, Ranger. right,
0: So if if they came out of this draft with George Kirby or Jackson Rutledge, I'm I'm thrilled. Uh, Johnny Almarez did talk today about the rarity of finding a good lefty in the draft, and Kyle Thompson's the best lefty, but he does have elbow issues, and he's pretty he's pretty disgusting, but. He, the, a lot of people have him going to the Mets at twelve, which would be so Mets of shaking out arm injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, and
1: Rutledge is a lefty too, right? That's the idea. No, Rutledge is a Rutledge, six six eight righty. Righty, okay. huge. And Kirby's a righty too.
0: Yeah, this is. There's Kirby, him are righties. They're both college arms. And then there's the there's the underslot guys, which would be Gunnar Henderson, which is a shortstop. Right. Eh. Okay. Like I don't love the I don't love the high school short stuff. He looks unathletic to me, but that's just me. And then the other one that I want to mention, there, there's a couple talks about going under slot for this third baseman from Tulane. Uh, who who looks fine, but I don't I don't know. I don't like that. I, I don't I actually want a pitcher. I'm usually a draft bats and signed
1: pitchers guy generally, but when he, he not drafted a pitch in a while,
0: And man. when he loses six though, I want to see him come back with a, with a with a high upside arm. And I don't I don't love the idea of going under slot when you don't have a second round pick. I agree with you on that. I really agree with you. They don't man. have a second round pick. Yeah. Don't go underslot.
1: Don't be cheap. All right. Final thought.
0: Final thought is that Reese Hoskins this year against lefties is batting two eighty nine with a four fifty OBP and an OPS over a thousand. We did it off of his career. His career batting average against lefties now is two oh nine with an .813 OPS.
1: So that we did that right. Yes. Okay.
0: It was us. It was. I not. just want
1: to make sure that it was us. I feel like it was us
0: it was not Reese putting in extra work in the cage or whatever it was strictly us mentioning that he can't hit lefties come on
1: we know what it was <laughs> you're welcome right. Reese yeah we love you buddy if you want to come on the podcast we'll see if we can make room for you we'll think about it <laughs> alright there's a decent chance to let you on alright really quickly one final thought Jack in their last 10 series the Phillies 7, 1, and 2
0: good let's go
1: let's go this is a team that might not go on 10 game win streaks can't do it right (laughs) but they also don't go on 10 game losing streaks and more importantly they grind out series wins and it might not be like super exciting but that's how you get to the playoffs grind out series wins so seven one and two in the last ten is is nice
0: it's nice seven one and two uh winning series now they were winning series last year. The difference is is that, obviously, this offense is better, and this team is only going to get better.
1: And they're just more talented. I mean, look, last year, at this time, when they're winning series, we were saying, I don't know how they're doing it, but they're doing it, and that's fun, let's keep rolling with it. This year, they're talented. This year, we expected them to be good.
0: Right, and the, the defense is obviously not uh, an atrocity. So... Um, it's definitely, it's definitely we can feel better. We don't have to lie to ourselves and talk, talk ourselves into a Phillies team because I think this team is just scratching the surface.
1: All right, my final, final thought. Important announcement. I love Reese Hoskins obviously because he's been here. He's our guy. I have him on both my fantasy teams. So like, I have a very special place in my heart for Reese Hoskins. But a decision has been made. Wow. Andrew McCutcheon is my favorite Philadelphia Philly. I just love the guy. I talked to you about his smile. Yeah. I just i i want to hang out with him. I want to be friends with him. I love watching him play. I love the way he goes about his business. I love his attitude. I really love having this guy on the team that I root
0: for. And he's so he's so comfortable in his own skin that he'll like mess around with Joe West. Yes, and he he'll like mess around
1: with fans. He messes around like he's just like. He's just cool. I man. mean, he hit
0: the he hit the ball of the wall in Milwaukee, and he's doing push ups because he had warning track power. Yes, he's doing interviews. Uh, he's doing interviews, and he's like, "I love Bryce Harper. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 cool." So uh,
1: I I'm really like a hundred percent in.
0: I know. I know. I'm glad. I'm glad we're getting this for. Like, obviously, Me too. He's, he's not as good as a 2013 Cutch, but but he's better than the guy the last couple years. There's no question about it. And and he's like matured, and he's in a he's just. Fully confident in himself, I'm very in on this. This couch I'm glad he's here. Me too. Uh, we also we have to talk about this. We've, we keep on forgetting to do this, but oh but, yeah,
1: we keep on forgetting. Oh yeah, like a nice little end of the pod thing here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's good.
0: So this is a, a challenge to the listeners. People have asked for this. Yes,
1: we've gotten multiple people multiple times.
0: Now, obviously, we have some new listeners to the podcast. Yes. I mean the the podcast is growing. So for any Thank li- you, for any for any uh, rate. Rate and review yeah, and subscribe help us out. If you like us, help us out. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, n- for the for the for the new listeners of the podcast, there was a, a vulnerable moment that, sure. that James and I had during the Bryce Harper More you than me, I was
1: I I think I was pretty less vulnerable, but we were both pretty vulnerable.
0: Okay. There was a <laughs> there was a moment where one person on this podcast may have mentioned Two people that can't close, John Middleton Hector Neris. <laughs> oh,
1: man, that take <laughs> has gotten so much worse.
0: That take is out there? Yes. it was. Now, it was never officially ushered on this podcast? No, because literally
1: two minutes after he finished recording the Philly signed Bryce Harper, and it was all a podcast about how, why haven't the Philly signed Bryce Harper yet? Yes. So,
0: so yes. here's here's the challenge to the, the high hopes. The
1: long lost Bryce Harper podcast we like to call
0: The long lost... Bryce Harper is never, ever going to sign here. <laughs> what are the Phillies doing podcast? It can be yours. It can be yours. All you got to do is help us get to a 1,000 ratings on iTunes. That's it. That's all you got to do. Now, we're only at 250. So we got a ways to go. We got a ways to go. But if you help us get to a 1,000 overall ratings... Doesn't have to be comments. Although the comments are nice. Comments are nice. Jack gets really
1: excited, he'll send them to me every
0: once in a while. But listen, James had his face bitten off by a dog, and the thing, the only thing that was getting him through that was the iTunes reviews that I was sending him. So just just think about that.
1: Making me smile, which hurt to smile, and I would do it anyway. Yeah.
0: For the reviews. A thousand ratings, and we will release the Bryce Harper is never ever going to sign here podcast that was so crazy. And then two minutes later,
1: we were emotional. Two minutes
0: after we were done recording it, Bryce Harper was a Philadelphia fan.
1: Yes. So get your, steal your grandmother's phone, steal your mom's phone, steal your friend's phone. Better yet, get them to listen to High Hopes, but worst case scenario, steal their phone and rate the podcast. All you got to do is get a 2000 We don't care what we get there. Yeah,
0: there there will be a prize at the end, and it'll be that podcast. Also, uh, James and I are working on High Hopes Night at yes. the ballpark.
1: It is going to happen. Cindy it's, Webster is helping us out, which means it's going to happen.
0: Right, and we're there's going to be tickets, probably as much as we want. Um and uh, it's going to be a fun night. We'll, we'll try to have some fun stuff planned. The uh, first of many, the first annual High Hopes Night oh, Ballpark. Oh, I is, just got
1: chills, Jack. I know,
0: I know. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be our event. It's going to be our event. Uh, Looking forward to it, so look out for that, and subscribe, rate, and review. Thousand, a thousand ratings, and we'll release the Bryce Harper podcast.
1: And you'll make Jack so happy. It'll yes. be totally worth it. All right, we'll be back on Monday. And Friday.
0: maybe we're talking to Kylie McDaniel.
1: <laughs> maybe.
0: Maybe. We already went like 50-something minutes as usual, so. So, yes, we did end up getting Kylie McDaniel on the podcast. It's just me interviewing him. Uh, James had to go home and take care of Zoe, classic James. (laughs) Taking care of his daughter. Uh, Here is Kylie McDaniel from Fangraphs. And now we're welcomed by my personal favorite draft writer, Kylie McDaniel from Fangraphs. Just put out mock draft. 3.0 yesterday you can follow him on twitter at kylie mcd kylie mcd kylie how's it going man doing great how are you doing pretty good pretty good uh obviously the draft is coming up i mean monday um it's an exciting time i know it's an exhausting time for you um but we appreciate you taking a few minutes out of your busy schedule to talk to the listeners here in the high hopes podcast uh, about the phillies and i just want to know kyle what, what are you hearing the latest on uh on 14 for the Phillies. i know you wrote uh yesterday in in the mock draft about how they're thinking Possibly going under slot, um, but you did mention that uh, that Rutledge would be the pick if he was there, uh, if he did fall to there. But also George C- George Kirby uh, was the guy that you projected to go there. So I just want to know what you're thinking or what you're hearing the latest at 14.
2: Uh yeah, I've had some conversations with people after the mock came out, and I think if we did it again. We would probably still have Kirby go there. Um, there was some buzz that he could go as high as seven to the Reds. Uh, they had. think five or six uh scouts at kirby's last start which often is a sign when you have that many guys at one start that it's hey are we going to feel okay with this guy to pick um but it sounds like the reds will not be taking kirby is the latest information and if he gets past seven then he'll probably like the next spot where he could be taken is probably 14 um and i I think he is the the sort of player and also specifically uh the, the Phillies have been on him that they like um uh, Rutledge, I think, is probably their wish, uh, but it sounds like he'll either go nine or eleven. If I had to guess, possibly eight. Hmm. Um, and then also Gunnar Henderson has been uh, seen at least once, I think twice, by Pat Gillick, which is usually a pretty good indicator of a level of interest. Um, he has some interest in sort of that teens area, but it's just two or three teams, and I think he's more of a backup option. And I think he'll probably go more in the thirties. Um, so there's an outside chance that if they you know are able to cut a little bit. Uh, with the first pick that maybe they could have enough money to maybe float Gunnar Henderson or another one of those uh, high school picks if they fly a little bit to the next pick.
0: Now, what, what makes Jackson Rutledge so special? Because he's a big guy. I mean, 6'8's legit, but, I mean, seems like he's a good mix of three pitches. Obviously, he's a Juco guy, but for a Juco guy to go top 10, that's kind of crazy. What what makes him so special?
2: Uh, well, it, we actually wrote something about it on the site today where the two most recent comparables you can use to sort of um, plot a course for what his career could look like. Uh, one would be the one everyone sort of mentioned is Nate Pearson, um, who was a Juco big yeah. guy threw real hard from a couple of years ago with Toronto, and he's sort of taken off. And the only thing that sort of slowed him down was he got hit by a line drive. It wasn't like an arm injury. or It was an arm injury, but it wasn't from throwing. It was from being hit by a ball. Um, so that's obviously, you know, guys throwing 102, 103, depending on what gun you're looking at. And there's in the a fall league, flashing a 7 or 8 slider, Uh, some people aren't sure if he could start, but he's sure showing about as as many of the sort of starters you could want with that sort of guy and that sort of high octane stuff, and it's no worm problems. So, obviously, that's kind of what you're hoping for. Uh, Rell is actually, I think, three inches and 30 pounds bigger and throws just as hard and has a better breaking ball as an amateur and also has two breaking balls. Mm -hmm. So He's actually pretty comparable for what Pearson has turned into as opposed to what he was as an amateur. And so that's kind of what you're hoping for. The other comparable, which is not as rosy, would be Tyler Colic, which was looks right. like an offensive tackle throws a hundred, <laughs> will flash you a breaking ball, and then the rest of it was work in progress. We'll see what happens, and basically nothing has gone right for Tyler Colic since then. He's still big and throws hard, and that's about it. And that's sort of the risk when you're we're dealing with amateurs because they're not a finished product. Like no, you know, even Verlander and Linbicum didn't have change ups, and those became arguably their best pitches or you know, close to their best pitches in the big leagues. And so, you know, even those guys that go up real high and are relatively polished are still learning things. So, obviously, a junior college guy that has huge stuff is not going to be a finished product. So, you just don't know, like, which one of those trajectories he'll go more toward or somewhere in the middle. And his sort of issue is that he's had surgery on both hips. Um, And also, I mean, try to name an ace at 6'8". There's not a lot of them. I can't think of one. I don't think there is one. So, there's... One of the issues which has come up with Andrew Vaughn this year is when you have a player that doesn't have a lot of comparables to point to, is that a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> you just sort of find out later what the answer was.
0: So if let's say, hypothetically, that Rutledge falls to the Phillies at 14. Should Phillies fans be ecstatic about that? Is that the best-case scenario, th- you think?
2: I mean, as far i am not sure he would be the highest guy on our board. Uh, we're a little lower on him. We're a little more worried about the uh, the feel elements and some of the injury history. Um, to, I think we have him in like the late teams. so if you're going purely off of our board I think there probably would be a higher ranked player available but in terms of what the Phillies want and where he should go I mean I think that's probably as excited as they would be and so I guess if you're a Phillies fan you'd like to feel like you're one with the front office and the scouting staff like they'll yeah. probably be doing a backflip so maybe you should too
0: <laughs> sounds good uh, how would you how would you rank personally um, uh, Alex Manoa uh, Zach Thompson and, and George Kirby how would you rank those three? Uh,
2: that, I do not know how we have them ranked currently. I don't have my rankings in front of us, but I think we may have flipped how we had those guys ranked <laughs> basically every time we update it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because they're all in that range where I think it's pretty consensus that Nick Lodolo is the best college pitcher, even though he probably won't go first, it sounds like. Um, and then those are probably the next three guys um, along the road, obviously, so I guess the next four guys. Uh, I believe I would go Manoa and then um, and then Thompson because Thompson has some injury stuff in his path. Uh, and then Kirby. Uh, his issue is he probably has the least stuff of the group and is probably the least physical, but has the best control and command, and uh, at least as good a fastball as the other two. So he's sort of the high floor, lower ceiling type guy. Whereas uh, Manoa and Thompson are sort of higher ceiling guys, if they can, um, you know, continue down the road. So, I mean, if I was lining them up right now, it'd probably be in the entire uh, draft. It'd probably, you know, be between ten and fourteen for all for all three of them. So, it's you're kind of splitting here. It's more just sort yeah. of what flavor do you prefer? And I think I would probably take Manoa if forced to take one because it's the biggest stuff, and I think he still has a chance to start and uh there's not much of a medical issue and he's you know big durable guy uh but it's, it's you're kind of splitting hairs at that point
0: do you think that t- some teams could be scared off from kirby because he kind of sounds like a mid-70s middle reliever that pitches for like 15 years <laughs> the name uh, the name yeah, george well, the name george kirby yeah, when you think of the name george kirby i just think of a, like a guy that pitched in the 70s for like 15 years <laughs>
2: that was like a middle reliever yeah, that, that is, that, that is the, uh, the image that is conjured up. Yeah, he, that, that's another one of those interesting things that uh, when you see the um, sort of research of, cause, you know, you could look back at a draft, you know, 10 years back and say, well, oh, how do we pass on that guy? He was a big leader for 15 years. Um, and the funny thing is when you look at the, um, the research about how essentially a guy's velo goes down a half a tick to a tick every year as they age, and the ones that stick around forever, you know, like the Randy Waltz or whoever it is, their velo continues going down, and they just learn how to pitch good enough to make up for that decrease. in uh, in velocity, and it's almost impossible to guess which guys have, like, sort of the intangible ability to do that year after year. Or, like I mentioned, Verlander, Erlundsen, learning a new pitch. And oftentimes people think that, like, amateur command and control, which of those three Kirby has the best, that might be the thing that predicts that the most. And if you have that in a clean medical, that's the thing that'll predict if the guy will be able to sort of make all the little adjustments along the way. Um, So, yeah, you could also make the case that he will actually be a 15-year big leaguer uh, because of some of the qualities he has, but obviously... If that would be like the right way to do it for a big population of players, it may not be the right one for just a small population of, you know, three or four pitchers we're talking about.
0: Sounds good. I couldn't bring you on and not ask you a little bit about some Phillies prospects. Uh, Adam Hazley got brought up to AAA yesterday. A lot of people around here think he could be in the big leagues sooner rather than later. I uh, just want to know if you've heard anything, some scouts on what they've seen from Hazley recently. And also last year, uh, the third overall pick, Alec Bohm, uh, off to a scorching start, got moved up to Clearwater. Just uh, what scouts are seeing from, from both of those those guys
2: yeah the reports have been uh, mostly the same uh for over the offseason i think it'll be interesting to see if we see any swing changes because those were two of the candidates that uh, when jason Ochart was brought in as the hitting coordinator that is uh, on more of the progressive end of things coming from driveline but yep. those were the two guys that i think scouts said oh these guys could be candidates for swing changes uh in in short sort of uh, tapping into more power essentially um I haven't heard that there has been any like huge substantive changes, but a lot of times that will take you know a year or more to sort of have everything internalized and show up in games and be sort of second nature uh but yeah, it sounds like the you know the tools and um and the performance and things like that have all been about two expectations and they seem to be about the same players based on the reports we had over the summer.
0: Sounds good. Kylie McDaniel, follow him on Twitter at Kylie McD, mcd at the end there. Check him out on Fangraphs. Every day, Fangraphs is putting out something draft-related. Monday's a draft. Get excited. Kylie, thanks a lot for joining us.
2: Yep, thanks for having me.
0: And that's going to do it for this episode of the High Hopes Podcast. Shout out to Seltzer. Uh, Shout out to Kylie McDaniel for joining us. We'll be back on Monday as hopefully the Phillies can be competitive against the Dodgers. Talk to you soon.